It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. Love talking today about your financial health. Thank you, Gavin. This is Evelyn, and I am excited today. <laughs> we have a wonderful program planned, and uh, we um, it's a beautiful day in our neighborhood today. And uh, we want uh, all of you to join us uh, for Love Talk here on KTXW and stay online because there are a lot to be talked about today. We are building bridges of love and leadership. And hello, Misty. Hi, Miss Evelyn. Did you see I just had to reach for my reading glasses, everyone? Hey, folks, this is Coach Carrie Brinkader. Great to have you today with us here on Love Talk. Yes, I just had to put my reading glasses on. Miss Evelyn, this is a new thing for me, these reading glasses. It is, oh, um, they look like mine. I tell you what, it's, it's a new adventure every day. Um, friends. You found Love Talk. That was the First Lady of Love, <laughs> Mrs. Evelyn Davison. Not the giggles today. That's right. And we are discussing independence worth celebrating today. And, of course, on the line we have our beautiful, wonder-filled friend, Kathy Underbrock. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Coach Carrie. Hi, Miss Evelyn. It's great to be joining you today. I love the 4th of July. I mean, Christmas is great. I love Easter. But, boy, the 4th of July, what a celebration I'm so excited. We have this incredible guest with us today. We could almost call him Mr. Fourth of July, although he does go by some other names and a really good friend of his. We're going to be talking about Fourth of July celebrations, about freedom, about independence, and what that means for us and for our nation. Well, and independence and freedom have come under fire of late. And I'm so excited to talk with our guest and get there take on independence and freedom here in 2021. Kathy, why don't you set up our show a little bit for us today? Well, you know, I I know that everyone is probably planning their event for the 4th of July, and generally we do our 4th of July show the weekend of the 4th of July, but we've decided to do this one a week early because we know everyone is making their plans, and we have an event for our listeners that they are going to want to know all about and um you know so friends you go grab your coffee we're going to love talk about this today because we need to we need to think about the fourth of july and we need to think about independence and mm-hmm. our freedom and what that means there are so many voices out there that are doing their best to divide our nation but i'm telling you at love talk our focus is that we're going to remain united in jesus name and so these two guests that we have in studio uh with us today we have one calling in and one in studio they have organized the july 4th celebration and and unlike any other right here in the heart of texas and people are coming from surrounding states to attend this fourth of July event. And Carrie, I just really want to maximize our time with them. So I'd like to get straight to the introductions. We have based this program on 1 Peter 2.16, which is live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover up for evil, but living as servants of God. We have a great privilege of freedom in this nation and how we use it is really important. Um, so, Carrie, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our first guest. You can introduce our second guest. Our, our first guest um, is also known by many names, such as George Washington. His screen appearances include the movie National Treasure 2, a 13-part History Channel miniseries, and several other television movie roles. He has also performed live at the National Cathedral, Mount Vernon, Colonial Williamsburg, and the Republican National Convention. But his greatest achievement is that he has seen hundreds of people worldwide come to faith in Christ as the result of his portrayal of George Washington, the one of our founding fathers, and the faith that that man had. He has traveled all the way to Kenya and Zimbabwe to address government leaders. He is also a pastor of First Baptist Church, Yorktown, Texas. Welcome, Mark Collins. Ladies, thank you so much. It is truly an honor to be with you. You are all some of my favorite people in the whole world. Uh, Evelyn, I love you so much and all that you mean to me and my family, for sure. Well, we're happy today to have you uh, with us, and uh, we've been praying about this for a while, and it's going to be an exciting day. We would really encourage all of our listeners to stop what you're doing, get your glass of water, sit down, and get ready, because it's coming. 
That's right. We would be remiss if we did not introduce uh, Dale, uh, Mark's good friend, Dale Johnson, as well. He's a Texas businessman, owns a roofing company down in the Rio Grande Valley. He grew up with wonderful parents who loved Jesus and were married almost 70 years. He and Miss Evelyn have known each other. Dale has known Miss Evelyn almost his whole life, and I just experienced joy when I walked into this room and saw them catching up. Uh, he graduated from Dripping Springs, went on to A&M. Whoop. He loves America. <laughs> he loves people. He loves our frontline freedom protectors, our men and women in blue, and every uniform that stands to protect and uphold this wonderful, wonderful United States of America where we live. And Dale Johnson and Mark Collins have teamed up for a wonderful event. Welcome, Dale Johnson. Great to have you in studio today. Uh, it's great to be here. It's awesome to see Evelyn uh, Davison and, and you, Carrie, and Kathy. Uh, y'all have been so wonderful to us, and uh, we're very excited. We have a tremendous event, and I think as we talk about it, you'll see why I say that. Uh, and uh, it's going to be a uh, uh, on July the 4th. And uh, we're uh, very happy and very pleased to be here today and also be with my friend, great friend, Mark Collins. Well, on July 4th from 7 to 9.30 p.m., um, Mark and Dale are putting on an event called A Nation Blessed by God, where they're honoring frontline protectors, armed forces, police, firefighters, sheriffs, constables, border patrol, ICE agents, and EMS. Way to go, gentlemen. Mark Collins will, of course, appear as George Washington. And this event is going to be held down in Mercedes, Texas, at the Rio Grande Valley Livestock Show Showgrounds. And we just wanted to have these two gentlemen on today to not only promote this amazing event that will just be wonderful but to talk about our freedom so mark i'd like to go ahead and start us off why is it so important for us to remember and celebrate independence day you know that is a wonderful question and it happened for me some 20 years ago the fourth of july of 2001 and of course we know what happened in september of that year but the lord put it on my heart and and my senior pastor at the time to to portray George Washington at our church, <laughs> thinking that would be a one-time event, and now it has become a two-decade ministry that the Lord has allowed me to be a part of, and uh, just incredible to see, and uh, how the Lord has used that to remind a forgetful nation of the legacy of faith and freedom that has been left to us, mm-hmm. and we have forgotten what God has done for this nation, mm-hmm. and so our. Our uh, event is called A Nation Nation Blessed by God, Mm -hmm. and that we are. And as we celebrate Independence Day, what a better time to to refocus on that because I truly believe, and many times when I speak, I challenge people that we misnamed that parchment, that declaration of independence because in the beginning of that document, it says that we are created recognizing the creation from God. It says that we have inalienable rights given to us by the laws of nature and nature's God. And, of course, that speaks specifically of the God of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of that document, it says we no longer rely on the crown of England, but to the great judge of the world to weigh our cause, and if Mm -hmm. he finds it just, to bless it. And at the very end, it says those 56 signers, 27 of which had theological degrees, by the way, Mm -hmm. said we will rely on divine providence, the hand of God. And so just as much as that is a declaration of independence, oh, America, it is a declaration of dependence, and we have forgotten that. Mm -hmm. I hear the uh, passion in your voice. Mark, as you as you talk about this, and friends, I tell you, I got to experience um, George Washington firsthand at the governor's prayer breakfast, and I tell you what, it it just it, it just smacks you in the face um, with the reality that brave men, brave men, set off and started this nation um, with God as their guide. And I tell you what, it was really, really impactful for me. What about you, Kathy? You were there at that prayer breakfast as well. You know, I thought it was just incredible. And what I loved most was that Mark, in his prayer, he basically spoke all the words from George Washington. He took every word from prayers that George Washington uh, had made, from documents from George Washington. And so we were getting to hear the heart of one of the nation's most important founding fathers as he was reaching out to God, seeking God, beseeching God on behalf of this nation. And it really drilled home to me 
that our our kids don't know this, and and we've bought this lie that our founding fathers uh, were not uh, of the Christian faith, that our founding fathers didn't love God. That's that that is that is just absolutely a lie. They they did. They sought God for our nation. And they knew what we have forgotten, that the only reason our nation stands is because of God's hand over our nation. And now, Mark, this is a question that I have for you. You know, we, we do call July 4th our National Day of Independence. And, and on this day, we celebrate our, our freedom. Um, but we did not become a free people on July 4th, 1776. We declared that we were taking a stand for freedom. It, it actually took us seven years to win our freedom as a nation and several more years to win freedom for all of our people. How do we stand today and how do we take a stand for freedom in this nation today and, uh, and, and remember the true founding of, of this nation and how we stood as one people under God, declaring that we wanted the future that, that he had for us. How do we return to that? You know, I think your your scripture this morning was perfect, that we are given freedom, but not to sin. And so if you look at the precepts on which this nation was built, they had the concept that if if you are governed internally, in other words, morally, you do the right things because you're serving God, then you won't need external laws to keep you in check, I thought John Adams said it so perfectly. He said, the government we have formed is for a religious and moral people and will not work for any other. So, of course, he warned us over 200 years ago, if we forget God, then the government we have formed will not work. Well, guess what? Are you reading the news? Are you watching the news? That is exactly what's happening in our nation. We have forgotten God. I think one of the most in prophetic documents ever written was George Washington's farewell address. And in it, he said, the government we have formed, uh, there are two irremovable pillars, morality and religion. In vain would that man claim the attribute of a patriot who would work to subvert or remove those two pillars. He warned us 200 years ago. It's like he was reading our mail. <laughs> he knew what we would do, and so he tried to warn us. And, of course, that document is being forgotten. My grandmother, who lived to be 98, said that she had to memorize the entire Washington farewell address to graduate mm -hmm. high school, oh, and today wow. it's not even in our textbooks. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I would encourage everybody, when you get off this program, go find that. Go find it online and read it and look at all of the amazing things that Washington warned us about, and they're actually coming to fruition right now mm -hmm. because we have forgotten where we came from. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, Carrie, it makes me think just listening to uh, to Mark's words and his insights. We're doing this series on health, mm -hmm. and uh, I think maybe we need to talk about a healthy education and what mm -hmm. that looks like. And parents, we may need to go talk to some of our board members and mm -hmm. uh, start reevaluating where our priorities lie in our education. My goodness, right? I know. So Washington's farewell address. I'm going to look it up as soon as I leave studio today <laughs> for sure. Miss Evelyn? Well, you know, when you look at the big thing, uh, it takes a lot of little things to get there. Mm -hmm. And when God is just waiting, Jesus is waiting for us, call him. Amen. Mm -hmm. He wants to hear from us, but he wants us to be very sensitive to those people that we don't call and that we don't care for. So, you know, what? what is our greatest hope, I think, in America for July the 4th this year? What would you say it would be? What is our greatest hope? Uh, I tell you what, for me, Miss Evelyn, our my greatest hope for this July Fourth is for people to respect our flag. You know, um, gosh, I just I get choked up about it. I've been so excited to see Olympians, you know, really respecting our flag, uh, people who are going to be in the Olympics and, and talking about their faith in God on television. Um, and they're so excited to represent our nation and our country. I just, it makes my heart very happy, but I'm nervous. I tell you, I'm nervous because I have seen um, just such disrespect for our country and for what our forefathers have fought for. Now, Mark, what about you? What is your greatest hope for this 4th of July? You know, it is wonderful. As we went back down to Mercedes to that rodeo arena and we met with some of the locals there that love the Lord and they were excited to be part of this uh, event that we're putting on. And one lady 
in tears. She said, I've been praying that revival would come to the valley for 20 years. And I think it's going to happen. And we were able to pray over that Coliseum that God would use that event to bring revival, not just to the valley, but like the great awakening that took place in our nation. That would be our prayer, that from that ignition, that Lord would sweep his Holy Spirit across this nation and turn our hearts back to him. Mm. You know, I was watching um, the beginning of a hockey game. I just saw a (laughs) clip of this, and the hockey stadium was packed. This is recently. The hockey stadium was absolutely jam-packed with people, and the woman was singing the national anthem. And she got to, I don't know, the second sentence, and the stadium was so loud with people singing the national anthem that she stopped singing. And she let everybody in the stadium sing the national anthem, and it gave me goosebumps. I just, I was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. It just, it gave me such hope um, to see that because we've been bombarded with negativity in the last year and a half, two years. We've just been so bombarded with it. And to see this stadium filled with people, number one, was a glorious sight, right? But number two, she just got quiet and let everyone sing the national anthem. And I, I pray that for this event coming up. Now, Mark, tell us a little bit more about the event on July the 4th. What's going to be happening? You know, uh, I hear that George Washington is going to ride in on his white horse, Blueskin, uh, <laughs> address the folks. Uh, there's going to be worship music. And then George Washington is going to depart. And um, a pastor is going to come. And this pastor was the associate pastor for 16 years at a little church called Sutherland Springs. Oh. And uh, as you know, many of you, uh, Sutherland Springs was attacked mm-hmm. by a gunman, 26 of our beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord, many of them children, uh, stepped into eternity that day. Mm-hmm. 22 others were wounded and miraculous, miraculously survived. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, guys and gals, I, I was I was that associate pastor. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. so I'm going to just share my heart about even in tragedy, even when uh, unexpected comes into our lives that God is still on the throne. I, I never will forget as I was there with uh, Pastor Frank, uh, my, my long, lifelong friend, and he had lost his 14-year-old daughter in the tragedy. And they had had their uh, fall festival the weekend before that, or I guess the, the Friday or Saturday before the, the shooting that very Sunday. And so it still was on their marquee. And so we needed to take that down. And so we talked about what do we put up? And we put up these simple words, evil never wins and love never fails. And that's going to be my message uh, to those. And we just pray that the Lord would use this event to change the eternity of some folks that don't know the Lord and that it won't stop in Mercedes, that it will sweep across this nation and we will turn our hearts back to God. Mm. Wow. You've given me goosebumps now three or four times already in our very short time together, uh, Mark. Now, you know, persistent voices all over media have uh, told us that law enforcement is bad, that the police are evil, um, sheriffs, border patrol, that, you know, they don't do their jobs, that that they, they, they're just on a power trip, um, that our military, that veterans, that firefighters, I mean, you name it, um, have just been slandered, maligned, um really painted a picture of of evil and I don't appreciate it for one and they don't deserve that Um, and how is this event going to uplift and uphold these amazing men and women that are protecting us that are fighting for our protections each day you know it's uh it is so sad to see this I have a a son-in-law that is uh in blue he's he's a, a police officer and my entire family has been military, literally back to the revolutionary times. Mm. And so to see this misalignment and uh, this unjust attack, uh, yes, there's there's bad apples in every aspect of life. As pastors, you know, we hear horrific stories. But, of course, if we are really seeking truth and we look at statistically, uh, it doesn't pan out that there are this, there's this inequity and it's that it is systemic. There's a word mm-hmm. that many that want to tear this nation down use, systemic, mm-hmm. meaning it has infected every aspect, every corner of our society, mm-hmm. whether it's racism or injustice from uh, those in blue 
Uh, and it's just a false narrative. And unfortunately, so many are buying into it. I find it interesting, though, that these cities that have attacked their police forces to the point that they don't have an effective police force and crime has uh, quadrupled sometimes 600 mm-hmm. percent in some places. Mm-hmm. And now they're squealing. Oh, we need we need we need relief. Mm-hmm. Well, you had relief and you gave it up. And right. so I just pray the Lord will just open our eyes. And uh, mm-hmm. and we just want to encourage those that have been beat down unjustly uh, that serve us so sacrificially. Um, and so we just want to love on them and and let them know that the Lord loves them. And let's just see what God can do with it. Absolutely. And, you know, Mark, we have about three and a half minutes left in our segment. Um, and so I want to ask you this question before you leave us. Uh, you know, so many voices want to convince us that our nation is founded on on racist ideology and uh, we've just we've heard this um, narrative and you know schools are now trying to pick up um, the critical race theory agenda as well and you know many want to just paint our picture as a nation that is hopelessly divided period and you know we just better get used to it and this division is just here to stay and you know, um, it, it's it's become hard to listen to. Uh, do you believe that our nation is hopelessly divided? No, it is just it is so amazing. You know, one of the things that really uh, was a reset for me, I was doing a series of pastors conferences across Kenya uh, after I spoke with the, the parliament there. And we we uh, were able to uh, be a part of them writing their new constitution in Kenya. That was just amazing to, mm-hmm. to have an opportunity there. But I was invited back three years later to do a series of pastors conferences across Kenya. Mm-hmm. And um, I had the privilege of having my passport stolen. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. So I spent the day at the U.S. Embassy in Nairobi. And I noticed this line that literally went from the building, which sat in the middle of this huge complex, out the gate, around the block, uh, a block and a half. And I'm like, and here's all of these people from Kenya uh, in line. And I'm like, what are they in line for? And said they're in hopes of getting a visa to the United States. Mm. And and it got so bad that it, when they would when they would be rejected, they would just go get back in the line. Oh. And said we had to start charging them $110 unrefundable fee just to apply for a visa, which is, you know, that's about a third or a fourth of a man's wages for the year in Kenya. And these, here's this line of these people of color, uh, standing for days, literally weeks, time after time, again, paying their $110 just to have a chance to come Mm -hmm. and be abused Uh, right Mm -hmm. uh, in this horrible nation that we live in. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think a lot of people need to go and see that line and maybe talk to some of the people in that line Mm -hmm. and see what it is. But even from the very beginning, you know, uh, Memorial Day, I was privileged to do a service at our capital's uh, uh, state cemetery, the Texas mm-hmm. State Cemetery. Mm-hmm. And as I was there, I said I wanted to share with them about the very first unofficial Memorial Day. And it was a man that he had been shot at what was called the Boston Massacre in Boston. Mm-hmm. And his name was Crispus Attucks. And Crispus, he was very tired of being uh put down in the, in the British occupation, if you will, of Boston, he went up and grabbed the bayonet of one of those men as they were throwing snowballs at the British soldiers. And he walked up and he had a stick in his hand and he, he cracked him across the head and uh, the British soldier went to his knees. But he got he got his composure and discharged his gun into Christmas's chest. And he was the first to be killed mm. for America. Mm. Christmas was half African-American and half Native American. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that was the very first person that died for America. And so when they had his memorial service, who was, which was organized by Samuel Adams, the people of Boston came together. Now, there were 24,000 people that lived in Boston. 12,000 of them showed up to carry Christmas's uh, coffin from the church uh, to the cemetery, which was about a mile away. Mm-hmm. And they walked through the streets of Boston to celebrate this one that had given his life for America. Wow. Now, most of those were Anglos, mm-hmm. but they came to celebrate the sacrifice of one African-American slash Native American who gave his life for this country. And that's not the narrative that we hear today about America. Right. And so we, we need to really uh, promote uh, God's justice. And there is injustice in this nation, mm-hmm. but it is not systemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, people would be dying and risking their lives to come to America if it was. 
And so that's what we need to be celebrating and, and show, shining the light of Christ on. Such rich history, Mark. We thank you so much for joining us. Friends, we're going to take a break here with Love Talk. We are discussing independence we're celebrating today in a wonderful event that's going to be held down in the Valley on July the 4th. You don't want to miss it. Uh, friends, when we, re- re- when we return to Love Talk, more independence we're celebrating with the Love Ladies right after this. And welcome, friends, to Love Talk here on The Bridge. Austin, we are so happy to have you with us on 101.1 FM, 1120 AM. If you are live streaming at thebridgeaustin.com, welcome back from that break. We uh, hope you've enjoyed listening to our sponsors. They have kept us on the air for over 35 years, and we sure do appreciate them. While we are talking about independence worth celebrating, what an incredible first segment we had. Friends, if you want to hear from Mark Collins, he is the actor who portrays George Washington on the History Channel in a 13-part miniseries, as well as many other uh, television and uh, movies, you can go to our archives at lovetalknetwork.com, and you can uh, re-listen to that first segment in our archives uh, tomorrow after this program airs. Well, now, we have a, a second guest with us today that, boy, we have not heard from him, Dale Johnson, and we're excited to hear from him in this second uh, segment. Dale is a, uh, a Texas businessman. He has a commercial roofing company in the Rio Grande Valley, and he's an Aggie, so uh, he and Mark actually has that in, in common, and we are learning more and more about Aggies every day as our daughter continues to date one. So, oh, excellent. Uh, yeah, I'm really appreciating that. Well, friends, we know that you're making, making plans for the 4th of July, and uh, we have an incredible event that Dale Johnson is planning with Mark Collins in the Rio Grande Valley. We're excited to share that with you. Miss Evelyn Carey, I'm, I'm interested to know, have you guys even already made plans for 4th of July? I mean, it's one weekend away. Well, I we will actually be home uh, that weekend, so I'm excited about that. Um, we always go out to Southwestern University. Um, there's a, a part of the school um, where the tennis courts are located in the baseball field that kind of sit, they kind of sit up on a hill. And there's a nice little sidewalk there, and it overlooks the baseball field, and you can just see for miles and miles and miles. And we just go out there and take our blankets and our lawn chairs, and we hang out with friends, and we don't have to get into the hubbub in the park, because that's where everybody goes, because that's where the fireworks are. And... But we can sit up on that hill, and when the fireworks start, we have a perfect view. And it's just amazing. It's amazing. I love it. I love summer nights. They are my favorite. I just love sitting outside. I don't even care if I get eaten by mosquitoes. I really don't. I just, I love, it's my favorite time. I just love it. I'm just relaxing there with our friends and watching the fireworks and our kids just hanging out. So um, I'm, I'm super excited about that. Miss Evelyn, do you guys have any plans for 4th of July? Do y'all just hang out at well, home? You know, our plans around holidays these days, these years, is say, bye, y'all have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you on I'll that. I'll see you on Monday. And then Van and I do something that we just, he and I want to do. Because you get the grandkids and you get the kids. You probably know. Yes. Uh, it it does take a lot when you get to be 90, 90. years old. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 90 years old. And we don't talk about that because it's Van does, it upsets him, <laughs> you know. But it's um we we had time with our oldest son David this morning and he came and brought us some stuff and he was going down to somewhere he's got a place down near Houston and we haven't heard from our son Day uh Dan he has been in Colorado with his son oh wonderful and, well his uh, uh, they had a death in the family. Oh, I'm sorry to hear and that. And so we one. didn't, Van and I decided it was just too hard for us. And so they, he is overcoming that now. He got yeah. home last night. So, okay. you know, it changes from year to year, yeah. depending on how many kids you got, how many grandkids you got. <laughs> and, you know, it gets to the point that the, the kids have a bigger 
responsibility during the holiday than the grandkids. You know, mm-hmm. you just get to that point, and that's kind of where we are. So we just well, sit back and smile and say what we have in what we have in for supper tonight. That's and, right. That's know. right. Well, you Dale, got, you got it coming. That's right. Amen. Well, Dale, we are so so excited to promote this event that you are putting on. Now, Dale, what gave you the vision for this event that you are calling a nation blessed by God and you're honoring our frontline freedom protectors, our armed forces, police, firefighters, sheriffs, constables, border patrol, ICE agents, EMS. I just think this is fabulous. What gave you this idea? Well, let me tell you what gave me the idea, Carrie. Uh, about a little over a year ago, my mother was close to dying. She was in her bed, and she was just uh, still with us. And she told me, she said, son, God has got something he's going to do in your life. Oh, wow. And I don't know what it's going to be, but you just do what he tells you. Oh, wow. And I told her, I said, Mom, I'm 63 years old, and I don't know that God's going to use me for something big. And uh, there's a lot of other people out there, a lot younger and a lot smarter. And uh, she said, well, Dale, remember, God used Balaam's donkey. And I said, well, Mom, are you saying I'm a a donkey type of Christian? She said, well, no, you said that. But anyway, she said, God is going to use you, and you will know what he's going to do, and you just do what he tells you. Wow. So a year later, I find myself in a hospital with COVID. My mother passed away a few days after that. Mm -hmm. I find myself uh, about seven weeks ago in a hospital over in uh, uh, McAllen. And one night I couldn't breathe, and the nurses couldn't come in. They were busy. And I said, Lord, the, the, my, you said that my mother t- told me you had something for me to do, and I can't do it if I'm dead. i got to be alive. Well, after a couple of minutes, I was able to breathe, and these three doctors walk in, and they say, Mr. Johnson, we're, we have, they called me Mr. Gringo, <laughs> really cool guys. They came in. They looked like three angels. They said, we have some 99.9% Hispanic plasma. We want to give it to you, and uh, and, I, and, it w- and it will help you. And I said, uh uh, they said, would you take it? And I said, I will take a 55-gallon barrel because you know, with the blood that I have, I'm gonna, I'm not going to live. So I'll, obviously I'll take the blood. Well, I took the blood. I took the plasma. And it, I, a day or two later, I was out of the hospital. Wow. But right before I got out, I was feeling very good. God put Mark Collins on my mind. And Mark mm-hmm. and I have been friends for about 12 or 13 years. Uh-huh. So I called Mark, and I said, Mark, how you doing? He said, doing good, but our cancel our, our event down in Houston that has draws ten to 15,000 people, which he comes out on a white horse. They fly jets over, and it's an amazing event. It was canceled because of COVID. Well, I said, Mark, could you come to the Valley? And he said, sure, I will, Dale. Mm-hmm. And I said, how many people does it do you need? And he said, Dale, Jesus said two or three are gathered in my name. Oh. I'm there in the midst. I'll come if you got to, just you and your wife, Aurelia. Oh. And so... Uh, we then, then then we then I said wow okay so he he committed to come and so I got a hold of my pastor and two or three people, God put on my heart that we need to honor our military we need to honor our mm-hmm. our veterans and our mm-hmm. active military we need to honor our policemen our firemen, mm-hmm. uh, our border patrol our constables our sheriffs our ICE agents our mm-hmm. EMS, and we need to let these people know they've been beaten down over the last year mm-hmm. and a half. And then it dawned on me that God had woke me up to, to this event. And then I went down to the rodeo arena, talked to Mondo, the general manager. I said, Mondo, is the, the, the rodeo event holds about 7,000 people. It, Mondo, is the, event, uh, the rodeo event, uh, is it available? And he says, I think so. So Jennifer came in, his, one of his assistants said, Dale, it is. And I said, well, not anymore. We're going to take it. <laughs> so we wrote him a check. And, and anyway, then I went and got with uh, some of the people that are helping me with the event because I'm not doing this by myself and our amazing heavenly father has been with me all the way along but uh i tell people i i've I've been so overwhelmed by what god has done to put this together i can't wait for july the 4th it's going to be an incredible event and as we'll talk a little bit more i'll explain why dale you had to get covid you had to get covid for god to to wake you up and say dale um, you know what? I, I need you to do this thing for me. <laughs> well, I joke right. about that. I'm joking. Get ready. Of course. We're re- get ready. We're going to do something. Amen. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I tell my husband. Get ready. We're going to do something. Praise Amen. the Lord. You're Amen. okay. And that through that experience, you just said, okay, Lord, I got you. I'm, we're going to do this and, and yes. we're going to make this happen. Yes. What a glorious testimony. He put it on my heart so strong. And my my mother, who died a year ago, is so much like Evelyn, 
that it's amazing. They're mm. same character, and they're both prayer warriors, and they mm. both love the Lord God, and they're both completely committed, as is Van, Evelyn's husband. When, when your mama tells you, you better listen up, you better listen up. When uh, she has a word from the Lord, you better listen up. I, I, especially <laughs> when she said the part about the donkey. I, I, I heard that very clear. And I said, there's hope. God did use that donkey. So it racks me up. It's amazing how God's got a sense of humor. He uses Aggies that have, you know, that are willing to do what he wants. I love it. I love it. Now, now, Dale, you live down in the valley. You live um, what we call the Rio Grande Valley. And this is a... I mean, it's been all over the news. Everybody is saying that our Vice President Harris should be heading to the Rio Grande Valley instead of to El Paso to see what's going on down there at the border because it's uh, it's really heartbreaking and some of the things that are going on down there. And I, I would assume that your border agents and your ICE agents and your sheriffs and your constables and your your EMS uh, that are that are taking care of this situation are weary, that they are tired, that they are overworked, and that an event like this will bring such joy. Let me tell you how overworked and un- uh, how how what they've gone through. They've gone through really like hell the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend of mine that's assistant district attorney in Haldeville County. He's technically over all the law enforcement from Corpus to Rio Grande Valley to Laredo. He got his appointment with Sheriff Guerra, who was extremely – he's over all sheriffs in that area. He got his appointment with the head of the Brian, – Brian Hastings, the head of the Border Patrol, the head of the troopers, the head of all these different people. But we were talking to Brian Hastings, and he was just mentioning that – yeah, we, 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 we he said, me and my wife are going to come to your event because my people need to be honored. Mm-hmm. They are, the, the morale is very low down there. Sure. If we get rid of our police and we get rid of our border patrol and we get rid of all these people that are our heroes, we call them our frontline freedom protect, uh, protectors. If we get rid of these people, we'll have a third world country pretty quick. Yeah. So we need them. The men and women mm-hmm. that do this, the armed forces, the policemen, the firefighters, the sheriffs, the constables, the border patrol, the ICE agent, EMS, are heroes. And they're going to be honored on July 4th in a huge way. Oh, that's so great. That's so great to hear. Now, and Dale, I mean, you have people coming not just from all over Texas, but from surrounding states to attend this event as well. Yes, we have some people that are coming. I believe it's uh, 12 people that are coming from New Mexico. They're going to come to see some relatives. Well, they're going to leave a little early so they can come to the event because they have family that's in, that are one of these heroes, mm. and they want to see them get honored. I mean, our country mm-hmm. uh, is 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 desperate to the one of our biggest needs is to honor these people that take care of us i mean a lot of us go to bed at night while policemen and these other people are out there guarding our backs guarding our streets while we're asleep and in a comfortable home mm-hmm. they're out there these border patrol are going into areas where they could be shot by the cartel or other people that are over there that that uh they're in, they have a big x on their chest so uh we we're going to have a uh an event that's going to honor the Lord Jesus Christ first. It's going to mm-hmm. honor our heroes, and then we're going to honor our flag. We're going to have 12 flags there. They're 20 foot tall, Ooh. and uh, we're going to say the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag, and we're going to leave under God in it, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have uh, many other things that we have, as we have time. I'll explain. That's, oh, man. Will you have to pay to go to that? No, you don't have to pay anything. The The Lord's got a bigger checkbook than us. He supplied the people to take care of the funds. And uh, one thing I've learned about God is the Bible says the clouds are the dust of his feet and the earth is his footstool. So God's always bigger than our biggest problems. He just shakes it off. <laughs> Amen. It's nothing to God. He, just like he threw all the universes out there, he, he's provided the way. And outstanding people like Andrew Alamogar, like Tom Whitehouse, my pastor, like Mark Collins, uh, Sergio Sanchez, who is a uh, talk show host in the Valley, who is where, where we'll love down there. I always tell people when I grow up, I'd like to be like Sergio. He's an mm. awesome guy. But we have some great people, and most of anything, we've had God's blessings in providing many miracles. We could not find a pyrotech. We were told we would never get one to shoot the fireworks. Six of them said, you'll never find one. Well, one of them opened up and said, we had a cancellation. You want us to put you in? I said, Absolutely. So God has provided all the way along for this event, and it's exciting to watch him sit back and watch him work. He's the main reason we're going to have it. Oh, friends, I tell you what, I, I, 
I am so blessed today. I'm so blessed today by these men who are honoring our country and honoring our frontline freedom protectors. I, you know, I'm just, I'm so overwhelmed today, Dale, honestly. I just, my chest kind of feels tight, like I'm so excited in a good way. Um, Friends, we have one more segment with Dale, and you're not going to want to miss it because we have more, more exciting news about this event, A Nation Blessed by God with Dale Johnson, right after our messages from our amazing sponsors right here on Love Talk. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. I am Coach Carrie Brinkader. I'm in studio with a beautiful and glorious First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. On the line, our beautiful, wonderful friend, Kathy Enderbrock, and in studio with Dale Johnson. Friends, I have to admit, today I kind of was dragging in today, which that just doesn't happen with me very often. I typically, you know, wake up, I'm ready to go. I don't know, just feeling a little off today as far as just my energy level, and I've been so blessed today Mm. and reminded over and over again that we have so much to be thankful for because we live in the greatest nation on the planet. I mean, we are free to, to say and do what we want, frankly, governed for us that know Jesus through the lens of what Christ would do. And I tell you what, that is the blessing upon blessing upon blessing. And I would encourage you today that if you haven't, you know, told somebody that you love them today or sent a text of encouragement, um, I would encourage you to do that. God's going to put someone on your heart and he's going to say, you know what, just send them a note. Tell them thank you. Tell them thank you for what they do. Tell them they're doing a great job. Tell them they're a good mom. Tell them they're a good dad. Tell them they're doing a great job taking care of those babies in that ICU. Tell them they're, 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 they're just a wonderful human. Lift someone up today, friends. Our nation needs that. Your friends need that. We all need that. Dale, I think that's why I'm so excited about this event, because it's not just a fireworks event, right? You did say you have the pyrotechnics, so way to go. I'm loving that. But this is so much more. This is an event that is glorifying God, first and foremost, glorifying our nation, and then honoring our frontline freedom protectors. All right, tell us where this is located, and tell us a little bit more about the event, Dale. Okay, I'd be happy to do that. It's going to be at the Payne Auto Group Rodeo Arena in Mercedes, Texas, which is about 10 miles uh, northwest of, of Harlingen. You can look at it on your Texas map. But, yes, this event, is, uh, is it, it entails a lot. Uh, the, I'll tell you kind of what's going to happen. The first thing we're going to do is Andrew Alamogar, who is the district assistant district attorney, is going to say a prayer over the event. And then we're going to have a girl come. And we'll have a color guard come and present the colors. Wonderful. We're going to have a young lady that can sing like you would not believe. She, I, I've never heard anybody outside of Whitney Houston that could sing the national anthem better than this girl. Mm. She's a pastor's daughter. She blew us away in church last week. And mm. the event would be worth it just to hear her sing. Wow. And then after that, Andrew Alamogar, again, is going to come out. And he's going to lead us in uh, the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag, which we will leave under God in there, by the way. Yes, sir. And we're going to have 12 flags there that are 20-foot tall American flags. And we're going to do a Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. And right after that, Mark Collins is going to ride out on his white stallion. You mean George Washington. George Washington. Yes. <laughs> yes, George, George Washington. George is going to arrive. George Washington, the president, is going to ride out on the white stallion. And then he's going to speak for 20 or 30 minutes as George Washington. And then... He will go, leave, and we will have we'll, we'll have another uh, we'll have some music, patriotic music and such. And then uh, uh, Sergio Sanchez, who is a tremendous guy on the radio, just does an awesome job. He is going to honor enough for a number of minutes the all these heroes. Mm. We're going to have a ten by twenty screen, and we're going to have two eight by ten screens. All these different people, Brian Hutchin, all these different ones are having. They're sending pictures into mm. Al, to Alan, oh, to uh, to uh, to Andrew, mm. and uh, we're going to stream them across those screens. Wonderful. And so these different people, like Far Police, McAllen Fire Department, uh, veterans. Uh, For those of you who don't know, the Valley Far is a town. 
Far Police. Yes. Okay. Go yes, ahead. Yes. <laughs> and then down in the Rio Grande down Valley. Down in the Rio Grande Valley. That's and then right. after we do that, and then Mark's going to come out and he's going to preach a message about about the cross and about mm-hmm. salvation. It's going to be a Billy Graham, Franklin Graham type message about the cross. And we're going to invite. We're going to have about thirty or forty altar workers, and we're going to invite people to come and accept Christ. Wonderful. And after that. We're going to take everybody outside, and we had a guy that that owns a mobile crane business. He's going to lift a huge American flag 150 feet up in the air. It will already be up in the air. We're going to have lights shining on that flag, and we're going to shoot 12 minutes worth of fireworks over the top of that flag, and that's how the event's going to end. Woohoo! Oh, my goodness. You know, that just sounds so fun. I think I may scrap my plans to go sit <laughs> on the sidewalk and just take a little trip down to the Rio Grande Valley. Come on down. I tell you what, I love that area. Um, the people uh, in the Rio Grande Valley are so genuine and so kind. And um, just I, I love, love, love what you're doing down there, Dale. You know, Mark's message that he's going to bring on July 4th, he said, evil never wins yes. and love never fails. You know, sometimes we feel like evil is winning because we're bombarded with it every single day. And if we allow it to come in and permeate our souls, we can start to believe it. That's why the word of God, Dale, is so important for us to stay entrenched in the word of God because he's the one that gives us ultimate hope. Yes. Ultimate hope when we're when we're bombarded by by evil. He's the one that gives us hope. And that's what you're giving people on July the 4th with this wonderful event, 7 to 9.30, Rio Grande Valley Livestock Stockyards in Mercedes, Texas. Um, 7 to 9.30 p.m. free and open to the public. I bet you're going to pack that place out. I I, I bet there's going to be more than 7,000 people there, Dale. I tell you what, God's going to be glorified, and he's going to send whoever he wants to be there. But we are having a lot of interest, and these people are are begging to to be honored, and they're going to be honored, and they they need to be because they are our protectors. And uh, I suggest to people to come early at 6 because of parking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can get there in time. I would. We're going to open the gates at six o'clock, and okay. it'll be an event I don't think you'll ever forget. And it's going to be amazing. And the main thing we want it to do is glorify the Lord Jesus Christ more than anything. Absolutely. Now, Go it, ahead, Kathy. Dale, you know when I when I think of this event, I mean I'm thinking, okay, how do I fly down from Boise, Idaho, <laughs> to the Rio Grande Valley? What's the nearest airport? I mean, just so fantastic. Uh, not only will every single person who comes learn about the importance of freedom and celebrating our independence and that our independence is worth celebrating. Our freedom is worth celebrating. This nation is worth standing Mm -hmm. for. But we're also going to be um, showing respect and love and uh, encouragement to all of our frontline freedom protectors. And I think what's going to happen also out of this event, Dale, is that people are going to say, I want to do this event next year right where I'm at. I want to I want to use this time to honor those who I need to be honoring in our own communities. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us who can people call if they want to get more information on this event, if they want to learn, you know, how God brought this together uh, with your leadership, how they could replicate this event in their own communities for next year? I'm so glad that you brought that up because we're hoping that a spread of revival will start in the valley and that little Mm -hmm. flicker of a flame will start a forest fire of uh, uh, people coming back to God and and respecting our policemen and respecting our military. But they can call. uh, I've got a number that they can call, and I will give them the information. I'll be the one they talk to. The number is 956-444-2908. Again, that number is 956 Four 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 twenty nine zero eight, and if you come to the event, expect to leave feeling di- being different because it's gonna it's gonna make a, ch- a change in your life. I, we're praying that the Holy Spirit of God will be there, and that everything will be done to glorify and honor Him. Mm, I love it. It's going to be an incredible event, Dale. And you know, when I think about the um, Rio Grande Valley Livestock Showgrounds uh, right there in Mercedes, Texas, I mean, this incredible rodeo arena, it is used to being packed out. So there's plenty of accommodation. If people want to make a day of this, a night of this, there is plenty of accommodation to be Absolutely. able to make that possible. There's room for 7,000 people, and the valley has a little over a million. And somebody asked me, do you think God can fill it up? I said, well, he created the universe 
with with just the, his breath. So can he send seven thousand people? He could send a million, I, you know. But whatever God sends, we're doing everything we can do to get as many people there because we want to minister to them and we want God to be glorified. And we also hope it changes the mindset of the people that come, where we'll start respecting our police officers and our border patrol and all these different people. And appreciate all these frontline freedom protectors because that's exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like someone might want to jump on their motorcycle and make a day of that. I understand <laughs> you're getting a lot of a big, huge motorcycle group out there with you. Well, one, one, you know, one thing I did not mention is we are going to have a, a, a group from the valley, a whole bunch of motorcycle guys and some funny cars that are going to come in right before the fireworks. I did not mention that. Ooh. And they're the ones that go to all the funerals for veterans in the Rio mm-hmm. Grande Valley. And there's been many of young men and women that have given their lives over the years. There's graves and memorial parks all over the valley of, of brave men and women that have given their lives. But, yes, there's going to be motorcycle. And if somebody wants to their group to join us, I can connect them up with our pastor because he's the one in charge Give of Give us your contact information again. The, the, again, our, our phone number is, uh, again, my name is Dale Johnson, and the number is 956-444-2908. Again, that's 956-444-2908. And you can call, and I'll give you any information that you need and explain to you directions or whatever you need. We just hope and pray that you come. And if you can't, please be praying for the event if you're not able to attend. Absolutely. Dale, thank you so much. Just you you and Miss Evelyn are kindred spirits. You guys yes. just emanate joy. You radiate Jesus. And I'm yeah. so thankful to have spent this time with you this morning. Friends, we pray that on this Saturday morning, this beautiful Saturday morning, that you would think about finding a church home. If you do not have a a church home, we pray that today you would find one. There's lots and lots of services on Saturday evenings. There's a Sunday morning services. Um, There's online services. You know, frankly, right now, there's so many choices And we pray that you would find a church that opens the Bible and that preaches God's word, that they teach the love of Jesus. Friends, he wants to know you. He does know you. He wants you to know him, and he wants to be the most important thing in your life. We love you so much. We're so grateful that you have joined us on Love Talk. You know you can always find our archives at Love Talk Network. You can go back and look at our past shows there, our past programs there. And you will be so incredibly thankful that you did. Friends, for my my beautiful, beautiful host, Miss Evelyn Davison, for Kathy Enderbrock, I am Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we'll see you next time right here on Love Talk.